Boom! There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Look, I know this show is a lot about going after wealth, but if you don't have your health in line, nothing ever works out. The only thing a sick person wants is to be healthy. And today's guest is going to help us learn all about being healthy. So let's do this. Let's get this one on the road. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. Look, a business can give you everything you want in life. Prestige, wealth, freedom. It can also take everything away from you. This show is for those who are willing to take that risk. These are the real-life stories of entrepreneurs. But before we start, I have one small favor to ask. Please leave a comment. It could be advice, critiques, tips, feedback, or share this with someone because your engagement is the most valuable and most powerful form of social currency. So thank you, and welcome to another episode of Business Boss! Are you struggling to stay fit and healthy as you get older? Are you looking for expert advice on how to cheat the aging process? Well, look no further. Today's guest is an experienced personal trainer and gym owner who specializes in fitness hacks and trends for men and women over 40. Whether you're noticing that you have to do more to stay in shape or slightly less, our guest has the tips and tricks you need to reach your fitness goals. So let's welcome to the show the one and only Mr. Brad Williams. All right, Brad, the party has begun. Fitness over 40, dude. Uh, I know you can't tell because, you know, I have a beautiful lock of hair and not a single wrinkle (laughs) on me. But uh, I just crossed the 40 threshold, man, and I'm one of the extreme people when it comes to staying fit like uh, I was up at 420 this morning got my uh, incline in decline push-up stuff uh, sorry incline and decline on the on the bench I did uh, about 60 pull-ups and then I went on a six mile run and that's like pretty much a routine for me when I do five days a week but that's unique people my age are not doing that sort of stuff tell me man you're in this space. How'd you get here? And what's it like as we get older? Why are people not staying in shape as they age? Yeah. Oh, man. That just opened up Pandora's box right there. And, uh, <laughs> you know, Hernan, Hernan, this is my, I wanted to come on here because this is more for you. You know, <laughs> turn it over 40. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, you know, uh, born and raised here in uh, uh, Central California, moved down to Long Beach State. And got my business uh, major and always, you know, just always wanted to be an entrepreneur, following my uncle's footsteps. That's kind of who I looked looked up to as a, a, men, a business mentor. And, uh, you know, through this all these different various jobs, I found out, you know, I always was into fitness. My dad was a doctor. Mom was a nurse. So just kind of had that healthy upbringing. And later in life, you know, I just kept with it and was doing sports and just loved helping other people and coaching. And, you know, my brother and I were like, okay, well, if we're looking for something to do, why don't you just, this is like your number one passion. Why don't we just go for it? And so uh, we had enough money from both of our jobs at the time, and we opened up our first gym in uh, Huntington Beach, California, right here in Orange County. And uh, for the last 14 years, man, it's been a whirlwind of entrepreneurship, dealing with business in California, which is not the easiest. And uh, especially being in the mecca of like health and wellness, you know, fitness, you know, I'm sure there's other cities around the world like New York and Miami and all that kind of stuff. They probably have similar problems, but man, it's been a just a ride, but you know, I always tell people like you go to school and everything, but you can't learn what, what in school, what you learn here out in the, out in the field, out in the open. So it's, it's, you just got to experience it. You can prep yourself Real all life. you want. 
Real life is going to slap you in the face when you least expect it. Uh, I, I like that. You know, I'm going to start off with that comparison because I got a lot of kids here who are, who are about to graduate high school. And let's be honest, man, I, I didn't know what I was going to do right when I graduated. Um, I had to kind of figure it out as I went along. You're, you're talking about going to school, getting a degree, but then also going into practice and learning from real, real life. That It's kind of a different kind of degree, right? It's more like a patch or a scar that you wear after you go into it in real life. What What's the difference between the book world and the real life world? Well, I kind of I think like, you know, in the at least for marketing, for whatever business you're doing, like whatever you learn in, in school, like all these cases of stuff that was 10, 15, 20 years ago, even within the last five years, stuff changes so much, man. Even in like every quarter, something's different, but, uh, and you just don't know unless you you're in it. So, you know, it's good practice in school, but when you come out, you have to have an open mind and everything you learn in school, it's, it's just different. So as long as you have that passion and thirst for, you know, marketing, learning new stuff and seeing what everyone's doing and, and just getting to the top, you know, everything's all about, you know, lateral movements. If something's not working, you cannot just stick to the plan. You got a lateral and move somewhere else and try something different. So that's kind of, you know, what I've did the last 14 years. And I've lateraled so many times, man. I'm, you know, just my head spins thinking about it. <laughs> I was modifying a death, man, because that's really what it comes down to. I, I titled today's episode Fitness Hacks for Men and Women Over 40, right? And a lot of it has to do with almost exactly what you're describing, even though it's talking about business. That's kind of how I feel physical activity has to be for people as we age. We have to modify and adapt. I, there, there's no way I'm gonna, I was going to be doing what I was working out at when I was like 19 or 20 that I'd be doing today. It's completely different. I might have more intensity, maybe a lot more reps or whatever, but I ain't trying to hit like, you know, 300 pounds on a bench press or nothing. I want to make sure that whatever I'm doing is helping me be more flexible, helping me do, you know, have more energy at the end of the day and not get hurt. I don't want to be one of those older guys that's walking around with like bum knees and a hurt back because I did it to myself. So what are some things that, that people can do as they get a little bit older, maybe some common mistakes that people have as they reach that age of, uh, I don't know, midlife crisis, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I just picked the number over 40. That's kind of where I started falling apart and seeing how hard it was. And, you know, my niche has always been the over 40 crowd in all my gyms. And, you know, one of the biggest things I'd see all the time is it's why they're coming to me. You know, we just can't get this last little bit off or I'm trying so hard. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And, you know, as the young personal trainer, you know, you need to diet better. You need to work out harder, do different stuff, shock the body, which is all true. But net, lo and behold, you know, when I started my podcast, uh, I turned 40. And that's about the time I started seeing the difference. Like, oh, my God. It's like I put on an extra eight pounds more than normal. I'm working out more. I'm dieting more hardcore. I'm spending more money on supplements. And it's like I still can't get to back where I was in you know, my late 20s, early 30s. It's like, holy crap, these guys were right that were over 40. It's just, it's just the body is the aging process, man. It's you know our, our body switched gears to survival mode, and your body wants to hold on to uh, fat because it's just a, a, such an efficient um, energy source. And it protects your organs. And then, you know, lean muscle just goes out the door. So, <laughs> you know, our culture basically, besides all the benefits that come with it and function, being functionally fit and the endorphins of working out, uh, we've made it kind of culturally, you know, you, aesthetics too. You know, we want to look good and feel good at the same time. So, you know, with my personal trainer mindset, you know, I refuse to give up. You know, I've last 14 years of my life has been dedicated to this. And now I'm hitting a little snag in the, in the game plan here. But, you know, I've had to find different methods uh, and tips to kind of 
keep keep the body I want, keep the functional side going and the athletic side that I want. Um, and still my whole stick is and still not give up your social life. I refuse. I like partying on weekends. I like having fun with my friends and family and I'm not going to give it up. I am not a bodybuilder trying to compete. Dude, I like that you said that because I'll, I'll be honest, man, like when the weekend comes, um, I want to be able to eat what I want, do what I want, when I want, how I want. And that's one of the main reasons why I started really myself working out as much as I, as I did, because I felt if I put in the hours, I could spend the, 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 I don't know, the workout currency, I guess, on whatever I wanted. I could continue to make great eating decisions or I can make bad ones and it's okay. Cause I'm, I'm using that energy up anyways. Um, let me ask you about nutrition because at the end of the day, one of my biggest fears was becoming diabetic, right? Mm-hmm. I had my grandparents uh, where I watched them kind of deteriorate, uh, become diabetic, get a little cut on their toe or something, and it becomes really infectious. They have a hard time healing. Um, I've seen a lot of uh, family members that have diabetes that are that are just tired all the time. They're drained, and I did not want to go that route. However, Am I doing a bad thing here by working out and still eating all the bad stuff that I shouldn't be eating, even though I'm putting in all the physical work? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of risk reward. And, you know, my kind of thing is, you know, Monday through Friday, I go as clean as possible. You know, those are my work days anyways. And that's that's my system. And then on weekends, you know, let it all go out because it's also good to kind of shock the diet and shock your body with just, you know, eating some bad food on the weekends. But, uh, you know, one of the biggest things is obviously you know, unless you're getting paid to be a million dollar athlete and all that kind of stuff and Mm. being at that high athletic level, then if you're not, you know, what's, what's the point of keeping that, that athletic prowess going, you you know, you can tone it down a little bit, but basically, you know, cutting carbs a little bit, obviously all the processed stuff as much as you can, or pick a time window like I do Monday through Friday, go clean. Um, And just, just, you know, in my opinion, lower carbs for people over 40 is just the way to go. You know, not necessarily needing all that, uh, you know, glycogen and sugar in your body to build a pump more, more weight or run faster. You know, what's the point? Because of, you know, things start slowing down, you know, people start having issues with, you know, diabetes and, and other diseases that are all kind of contributed to, you know, high sugar intake and mostly like processed uh, sugar. So, well, that's that's a, a good one. But one of the biggest things that I've learned and, and discovered was the whole concept of uh, intermittent fasting. You know, there's so much info out there and all that. But just the real simple thing that anyone can just start is pick an eating window. Doesn't even matter how many hours it is. But whatever you say is breakfast to dinner. You know, that is your eating window from, you know, 9 a.m. to, to 6 p.m. when you have dinner and stick to it. And then, you know, eat like a king in the morning eat like a prince in the, you know, for lunchtime and eat like a popper at dinner time. You know, that's, that's just so good. No matter what style diet you have, it works. And then whatever you, you uh, said for your eating window, do not go past that time. You want your body to have time to process this stuff. And I never knew how important that theory was. And so, you know, having issues being over 40 and then just a simple switch like that. And, oh my God, I'm starting to get the gains back. I'm starting to lean back down and you know, I've always hit my protein that I need and pretty much my calories, but your body is just, it's just fighting against you. I know it's not fair, but you know, you got to work smarter, not harder. So you got, you got to get your uh, game hat on. Can't hear you, Hernan. Of course. Cause it says your mic is muted. Uh, <laughs> the intermittent fasting really worked well for me. Um, is when I first started getting into, uh, back into working out even, even harder, but 
Uh, I get a lot of flat or flack because I would sometimes I don't I wouldn't eat breakfast. I'd maybe eat like one big meal during the day, and then I, I, honestly, I would eat when I was hungry, not because it was breakfast, not because it was lunch, not because it was dinner. Although growing up, we were traditionally like trained, like breakfast is the most important meal of the day. You should have a lunch. And then he started talking about small proportions throughout the day. And for me, I just found that, you know what, honestly, most of the time when I'm eating, I'm eating because I'm bored because there's yeah. nothing else. To do. So I go to the fridge and I find something and I'll munch and just like open a bag of chips or whatever. And I'll munch when it's not really hunger. And I had to tell myself in my own mind, like one of the tricks I did personally was I switched to just water. And whenever I got really hungry, I would chug a big old glass of water first. And then if I was still hungry after that, then maybe I would, I would go look for something. And then I tried to go a little bit healthier, but the water made a huge difference. Um, two reasons. One, I wasn't drinking my sugar anymore. I wasn't having the soda and all the other stuff that, I, that was going down. But two, it literally put something in your body where you didn't have to think about like that, that empty feeling you were at, you actually had something going in, even if it was just water for that moment to take away from the boredom of you going in and eating something bad. So what are some of the most um, effective ways that maybe we can add some nutrition value? Maybe we can add some little hacks in our day. We already said intermittent fasting, but that way people are kind of taking advantage of that, that I don't know, maybe that 12 hour window that they're awake during the day, but not eating throughout that entire time either. Yeah. So one of, one of the best ways, like you said, is, you know, let's just start with, you know, curbing that hunger response, you know, drink it. Like first thing I do in the morning is drink uh, while I turn my coffee pot on and I wait to have my coffee, let my body naturally wake up as I'll drink 20 ounces of water. Like I would a beer, just shotgun the thing right down. I mean, that's sometimes that's more water than, you know, half Americans even get per day. Um, and so do the same thing. Like you said, before meals have doesn't need to be 20 ounces, but have a full glass of water, like complete it before you start. And then other methods work, you know, go for the vegetables first, then your protein. And if you are eating carbs, you know, use that last. And I promise you, you'll be sitting there trying to throw this in and probably pass on the rest of it, which is most of the time a good thing. Um, uh, another trick that uh, works is, uh, you know, you hear people talking about apple cider vinegar and all the alkalizing benefits that it has for your body. And, and it does. Um, I take a apple cider vinegar in, in the morning before I have my first meal with a little bit of black pepper, cayenne pepper and some lemon juice and uh, just kind of alkalize your body. But it, it also helps with digestion. Uh, but the other way I use it is at nighttime, if I am having problems with hunger, because uh, I recently pulled my fasting schedule from 3 to 8 p.m. down because it is better to, you know, get your body started in the morning if you can. You know, if you don't want to, don't, but it just gives you that extra little edge. But then at 5 p.m. when I'm supposed to be done for the rest of the night, I don't go to bed till midnight. So that I start getting, you know, you're at home, you're staring at that fridge and, you know, my kid, my wife are all doing their stuff. I'm like, oh, bam, apple cider vinegar. That will kill your hunger. Two seconds. It's so <laughs> You know, just and another trick tastes, if you need it. Oh, I'm sure it tastes delicious too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's oh, it's a, a stinger for sure. All right. Uh, okay. So let's say we're getting our, our meals under control. Sometimes we suffer from, uh, what do they call it? The itis. I saw that on boondocks the other day, right? The itis. You have that meal and then you're like ready to go to sleep. You're ready to take a nap. But that's not always the most effective thing that somebody could do. Now, I always kind of get embarrassed when I talk about my workout because it is extreme. And when I when I mention what I do, I feel like it deflates people 
from what they can or should be doing themselves. So what are some of the most effective exercises that people uh, that reach age of 40 or maybe just people who haven't worked out in some time and they want to get back into it and they see all these like Arnold Schwarzenegger people working out like crazy and they know they're not going to be there. Where do they start? What are some of the things they can do just to get themselves in the habit of getting physical before we actually start increasing or, or making that workout a little bit more intense? Where can they begin? Yeah. I think one of the best spots is this, you know, going on uh, like Groupon and just seeing what's available in your local area and try everything. Cause one of the, the, the things I've discovered over 40 is, you know, my style has always been, you know, weightlifting circuit training. So it's like heavy lifting for 10 to 15 reps in circuits. And then I'll blend it with, you know, low pace cardio, just more to give your body a break so you can start lifting heavy again. And that's worked great. But one of the things I've noticed is, you know, I'm missing out on some of the other uh, modalities out there, you know, Pilates for elongating the muscles and, uh, you know, yoga with breathing and stretching. And then one of the, one of the biggest, biggest ones I've recently discovered is, you know, doing a hit or all out theory where you're just going all out for a certain amount of time, getting your break and usually you use less weight. But the, the trick with that one is especially over 40 is that our body starts, uh, you know, we're slowing down, we're older, we have kids, we're, you know, hitting that couch a little bit more than usual, or maybe we have some injuries that have slowed us down and your body will uh, start reducing the amount of mitochondria in your cells. So those are the powerhouses that you have in all your cells and you can train it to adapt to like, Oh crap, everything works off stressors. So, you know, you stress your body doing heavy lifting, you start growing bigger muscle. You grow bigger muscle, it'll help burn more fat. But that mitochondria trick is, you know, if you get your body in a prime rate of, of, of burning fat because you have all this muscle, maybe you're doing intermittent fasting, so you're burning fat during your fasting schedule a little bit more efficiently than normal. If you have more mitochondria, it'll do it faster and better. And that's one of the things that I started seeing in, in my clients and even myself that I wasn't doing this HIT training, you know, at least at least once a week to, to build this back up. Cause I've noticed I'm 42 now and man, I I've, my, I've just, my whole schedule, I've slowed down and I started doing that, uh, that training tips of uh, 30 seconds on all out 30 seconds break. And you just see how many sets you can go. And I quickly saw like, Oh man, I am not in shape for this. This tells you everything. And then the last uh, six, six weeks that I've done this, Oh my God, I feel like a new man. So it's, it's totally true. Yeah, I like I like uh, changing the rep style for sure. Definitely helps. There's some times where, uh, like, I, I have the the pull up bar, and so like on Fridays it's wide pull ups. And if for those of you who do pull ups, wide pull ups suck, man. They're like mm. the hardest for, for me, anyways. Doing no, a they're terrible for everybody, <laughs> right? But but I'm I'm to the point now where like I'll start my rep and I'll just go as many as I possibly can without any assistance. No chair, no lift, nothing, right? And I'm to the point now where I can do like four sets where I get to like nine or 10 on each set before I like can't pull up anymore, which is huge. Cause when I first started, everything was with, with a little bit of help, had the chair out helping me get there. But those max reps, even though they're not a ton of reps, they're just maxing out at what you can do or minimize the weight and, uh, and, and increase the, the number of reps. Both of those give me, I feel like much more flexibility. And then I can also uh, track and measure that stuff for me being able to like, I write down my reps and I can see my progression every single day as I'm improving helps me stay motivated to come out and be like, okay, I'm going to beat what I did last week, or I'm going to beat what I did the, the last time I did this particular workout. How do you get people our age to stay motivated to want to continue to exercise? Because I feel like 
we cop out to motivation like we're supposed to have it every time we wake up or we're going to work out like we're supposed to be motivated to work out when for me personally that's not the case i don't ever feel like working out i love the way i feel after but i never feel like doing it how do you get your clients to just continue to do it even or, or get that motivation to do it at least for the first two weeks when it's really going to suck yeah no, that's, I mean, that's kind of why you even hire a personal trainer in the first place. You know, we're more of accountability and motivational coaches than anything. You know, after a while, my clients know everything I know, which is my job to get them educated to my level. And then it's just, you know, there's a reason why they keep coming back. They, they need to push. Shoot, even trainers need trainers. A lot of us trainers have other gyms we go to just to get out of there because that's for us. That's our work spot. We need our own community and our own push and own coaches and instructors just for the same reasons. And I think for, uh, you know, that's like one of the biggest things too, over 40, it's time. You don't have time to think of what to do and all that. It's so much, you know, easier to go to a class or a trainer or a coach and just know that it's already taken care of. You just got to show up. And for, you know, for people who don't, you know, have all the money in the world and they got to kind of do it themselves, then you need to start immersing yourself in, in, in fitness, like go on podcasts, go on YouTube videos, you know, just find people that you vibe with. That'll help you stay engaged, stay on your fitness journey and stay motivated. So as soon as you kind of give up and stop listening or, or, you know, going with your friend to classes and all that kind of stuff, that's the downward spiral of you kind of falling apart. So you got to keep that mental engagement helps keep your accountability and motivation levels up. And it's so huge because, you know, over 40, we just, like I said, start slowing down, start getting more tired. You have less mitochondria, which we just talked about. So you need to you need to take care of these things unless you want to be, you know, that 70 year old hunchback that's, barely walking and you know that the slow mental side so you know you gotta think of the long game now man i got this goal on my board um so I've, I've been running six miles a day for like four or five days a week uh and i've been doing that for a couple years and i thought you know what if i can do this for my entire 40s and then drop it down to five miles a day in my 50s and then drop it down to four miles a day in my 60s i was like i could see myself being 90 years old doing wow. a mile a day still like and that's the for me that's the idea the idea is to not be old and decrepit but be mobile still have the agility that i I mean maybe not the way you did when you're in your 20s but still be able to walk and go get your mail walk to you know whatever is you need to do without being that little hunched over which reminds me i got bad posture i gotta sit up straight but (laughs) all right let's talk about the recovery side of it right so i know people my age are like damn i don't want to end up like my parents i want to start working out they go they hit the gym a couple days and and then everything hurts, right? Your knees hurt, your back hurts, your brain hurts, even thinking about going to the gym. So what can what can we do as like a recovery plan so that we can still maintain the fitness activity, still want to move forward, still progress, but kind of still deal with that, you know, the hurt part of, of when you're first getting started? Yeah. Well, first, you know, over 40 sleep is so important. So if you're having problems with sleep, you need to attack that first and foremost stress where whether it's emotional you know you have an injury physical or your work sucks you know i've had clients that were so stressed out at work we can never get them that last little bit and all of a sudden they finally quit their job went somewhere else and lost seven pounds in like one week unreal how much stress matters and it's the cortisol hormone that's so catabolic to your muscles and and and, you know preventing you from getting to your your fitness goals and, and what you want um Another thing too is, uh, you know, as we age and your joints get tired and 
you know, we have the bad knees and the bad hips, which, you know, you can prolong as long as you can. It's just stuff happens. It's aging is aging. We're not going to win. We are, are going to lose. All you can say is that, you know, I look better than all the other 42 year olds around there. You know, that's what I tell my clients. Um, but uh, another concept that might be good to add to your program, instead of just destroying your body, you know, five days a week, you know, take the breaks or, it, or just make a movement days, like go on walks, go do stretching, go do physical therapy type exercises, or give up one of your hard lifting days. If you're doing like four of them, give up one of them and do a, a more of a time under tension approach. So do the same workout you were going to do way less weight and slow it down to like five to eight seconds. Like if you're doing a squat, five or eight seconds down, focus, 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 five to eight seconds up, you'll end up doing like five or six reps and you'll be so gassed. But it's more it's it's just more quality. You're uh, recruiting more muscle fibers while you do it. Uh, it's just a more efficient workout. It just gives your body a break, but you still got to work out. So those are kind of like some of the tips to, you know, preventing for those things. I mean, when you're first starting out, you know, you're going to get the the DOMS, you know, the delayed onset muscle soreness, no matter what. So just for those people, it's just your first month. Just take it slow. Do not go all out. Just get used to the pace and, and the workouts. And eventually that, that kind of goes away. But then the other stuff we talked about is just to prevent injury and to prevent any, uh, any setbacks. So don't be afraid to slow it down. Your body will recover. It will build muscle. Um, I mean, if you're, if you're in the, into the bodybuilding space, you know, more power to you, but you know, I'm more about helping the over 40 crowd, just get that athletic fit functional body that they want this, you know, more the norm than the, the, you know, the magazines. No, I feel you, man. But I'm, uh, me personally, I'm like now at the point where I was like, okay, if I could get just really ripped just to see it for a little while, just right before I get super old, <laughs> I yeah. want to see that for sure. So, all right, let's talk about the, the, the pain points. Um, right there, the little pooch right in front of, uh, right in front of your button on your, on your pants. That's the hardest part right there, right? That's the hardest part to get rid of for a lot of people. Uh, so let's, let's, uh, let's finish our time here. What are some exercises, some things that we can do so we can focus our attention right in that spot, that sweet spot that everybody looks down and says, yeah, I need to work out. Yeah. Now, unfortunately that's the, the unfair part as well. You know, Ever the guys seem to pull it right there in the pooch. Girls will do a little bit there and kind of go back to the hips and, and uh, buttocks, but it's you can't spot reduce for any type of workout. So, you know, even even getting down to almost single digit body fat, the, your whole body will look great, and then you got that little pooch still because that's the last little bit. So, you know, one is you can you know build muscle that helps kind of stretch out everything, stretch those fat cells out, um, stretch the skin out, and it looks good. It'll help, you know, pull that down as well. But I mean, it's just, you gotta, you gotta, you know, start uh, working on the diet and just, just honing in on that if you want to get that last little bit. So, you know, that, you know, I always try to set expectations with clients, you know, what's more important party lifestyle or, or getting that last little spot. So, you know, you gotta have to have to set expectations. Oh, there, right? you're supposed to that <laughs> little magic pill, man. You're I do have one. I do have one. It's called surgery. Go suck it out. If it's that important to you, suck it out. It's what all the celebrities do. You don't think how many of them, you know, what's funny is like all the surgeries they show, like statistically here, in just Orange County. And then how many of them are there? And then you're like, where are these people? It's because no one wants to talk about it. <laughs> 
No, you're right, though, man. Uh, Andrew Tate, who's not been in the media lately, but I, re- I like one of the answers he gave when they asked him, like, you know, what's the secret or the fast way to get a six-pack? And he's like, there is no fast way to get a six-pack. It requires work. That's why people like looking at a six-pack and they're like, damn, that took a lot of work because that's really what it takes. And, like, your answer is basically the same thing, man. Like, there is no yeah. secret sauce. You want to get rid of the pooch, you got to get rid of pretty much everything else. That requires your diet. It requires the exercise. And most importantly, it requires it consistently consistency on a regular basis man brad before we head out man if if you've shared so much stuff if people want to reach out with you they're like yo i'm 40 i know it's about time i need somebody who just speaks my language and they want to reach out and talk to you how can they do that yeah so the the best ways are my uh podcast uh over 40 fitness hacks and that's uh four zero not spelled out and then uh my uh twitter is at over 40 fit hacks uh, four zero as well. And then my website over 40 fitnesshacks.com. And then I have a contact form blogs, you know, easiest way to contact me. Let me ask you, dude, what's it, what's it been like, uh, having a podcast for you? For me personally, um, I, I'm going on five years here in July, your episode 1142. I've interviewed over a thousand entrepreneurs. It's been one of the greatest prospecting tools and learning tools I've ever come across. What's been your experience like in podcasting? Same, same thing. You know, I've been doing it for three years and more uh, hardcore for the last two years. And just just the, the ability to get out of my little Orange County bubble here and talking to health and wellness professionals across the globe, you know, talking to people in England, Australia, China, you know, it's just everyone has different different tips and tricks and different styles and, you know, modalities. And it's just, oh, my God, it's just like I was going back to, you know, you can't learn everything in school. I can't learn everything here in Orange County either you got to expand your horizons and go. So I was like, this is the most, one of the most fulfilling things I've ever done is podcasting. And there's, and it, you know, I, I don't see myself ever quitting either. You know, this is m- more for my health too. You know, my goal is to, you know, make it to 130, 150 one day. Cause it seems like humans are getting more capable of that. And uh, you know, if you stay in the game long enough, it'll happen. So, you know, if you have an, another hundred years turning, you might be able to get that six pack. So just, you got to stay alive Damn. longer. That's all. Yeah, I don't know years, man. Maybe hundred days. I got summer right around the corner, baby. I got to look good for that. I got Vegas coming up. No, all right. <clears throat> well, Brad, thank you very much for coming on the show, man. Uh, you are an experienced podcaster. Uh, and so I got one last selfish question. What was your experience like on the business bros? Oh, it's awesome. Your whole setup, you know, the way you can schedule yourself, reschedule yourself all the the links and emails and i got text this morning just to keep me on point it's just you know your your style of how you're doing everything it's just it's just streamlined so beautifully i love it appreciate that man thank you very much ladies and gentlemen look fitness is for everybody it doesn't matter how young or old you are you need to stay in shape but if you find yourself in that 40 section life's changing midlife crisis you finally decide you want to make a choice make sure you check out what brad's got to offer he's literally helping people like us and yes i said us right 40 plus crowd (laughs) to stay in shape to get ourselves in a position where we feel good we got the energy that we need and again you don't need to have that six pack the beautiful chest nice abs all that stuff but to have the energy so you can keep going every day that is where it's at so make sure you guys check it out over 40 fitnesshacks.com over 40 fitnesshacks.com that's the number 440 in that url brad thank you very much for coming on the program ladies and gentlemen we'll catch you guys on the next one peace and we're out it's over go home is your business in need of marketing try starting a podcast but not just any podcast podcast like a pro 
we can show you how to take your business from being invisible to becoming a brand people trust. Go to www.businessbros.biz to get started today.